Today, one in every eight Indians shops with Reliance Retail. Our apparel business sold over 18 crore units during the year. This is equivalent to dressing the entire population of UK, Germany and Spain. What you heard just now was a clip from Mukesh Ambani's speech at the 2021 Annual General Meeting of Reliance. Reliance is the largest retailer in the country. Fashion is one of Reliance Retail's largest segments. This year, Reliance sold enough clothes to dress the entire population of UK, Germany and Spain. That's a lot of clothes. Now, 25% of Reliance Retail's revenue comes from its e-commerce arm, Ajio. Ajio is Reliance's answer to e-commerce giants like Mintra and Flipkart. It's been bubbling in the background, planning, building, waiting for the right opportunity to strike. And this might just be the year that Ajio pulls a rabbit from its hat. Hello and welcome to Unofficial Sources, a business podcast by The Ken. This week, we have Rohan Dharmakumar stepping in for Anushka Chikara, who has unfortunately injured herself in a skating accident. Do join us in wishing her a very speedy recovery. In this episode, we break down Reliance's e-commerce ambitions via Ajio and how it's going up against its biggest competitor, Flipkart-backed Mintra. Rohin, do you buy clothes online? Yes, Olena. I've been buying clothes online for many years now. Really? In fact, yeah, yeah. I checked right now. And the first order that at least Mintra has on their site for me is dated July 2014. Okay. I wasn't really a fan of online shopping till the pandemic hit. I needed three sets of pajamas more you know, to survive this pandemic. But once I started shopping online, I actually found that I could rely on Mintra, etc. for lots of new stuff. So I'm guessing none of the stuff that you bought was from Ajio. No, most of it was actually from Mintra, a little bit from Zivame. But to be honest, I've actually completely forgotten about Ajio. Well, I'm not surprised. Ajio is nowhere close to having the cloud that Mintra has. Mintra controls 60% of the market share in India. But Ajio is finally picking up momentum and the fashion e-commerce world may be in for a shakeup. Ajio has strategically been building muscle the past few months to get here. And what's really thrusting it into the Flipkart Mintra territory is the might of its parent company, Reliance. So Ajio has been around since 2016, kind of in the background in the fashion e-commerce space. Reliance's vision for Ajio was that it was the online complement to its offline business. That's Pranav Balakrishnan, the author of the story, How Reliance's Ajio Went From Fashionably Late to Flavor of the Season. That's the story this episode is based on. They want an integration between their offline store network, which spans across 850 cities, and this online platform called Agio. 
but before they had to smooth out some kinks with the functioning of their service. And what kind of kinks or problems would those be? The most basic thing is that their website and app was very glitchy. A former RGO executive told me that they couldn't handle more than 20,000 orders a day. So in 2018, they hired Pradeep Desai, an e-commerce veteran who's been there, done that. He worked 11 years for Amazon in the Bay Area, Seattle, and in Bengaluru, and later with Indian e-commerce company Snapdeal. All right. And who is Pradeep Desai and why did he play such a key role in fixing Agio's tech issues? So the disadvantage Agio had was that it's not a tech-first company. Right, It was initially made to sell Reliance's inventory. Pradeep, with his experience, helped Agio become a tech-first company. Glitches were ironed out and necessary backend was set up to handle more than 100,000 orders a day. Cool. So no tech issues, app and website glitches, they were all out of the way and the infrastructure improved. What was the next kink that Agio needed to smoothen out? Logistics was the next issue. So problems like delayed deliveries and complicated return processes really put off customers. In online shopping, those are two crucial parts to a customer's experience. Uh, You know, how fast an item gets delivered and how simple it is to return unwanted items. The nature of online fashion retail is such that it sees more orders returned compared to other categories. On average, at least 30% fashion orders get returned. So Mm -hmm. to smooth out the return process, they devised this method uh, with third-party delivery partners. Uh, The delivery person would check the item on the spot and that reduces the return cycle time by three days. Ajio has been around for five years now, since 2016, and it was sort of gathering dust. It wasn't very prominent in the retail e-commerce space and was in the ranks of the more low-key players, you know, like Coves and Tata Click. But things have really fallen into place since the pandemic hit. Ajio got its tech ducks in a row, fixed up the nuts and bolts of its delivery system. Now it needs to focus on its brand recognition and get new customers. This is the part where things get really interesting. When we say online shopping for clothes and apparel, Mintra is a name that immediately pops up. But now, so does Ajio. In fact, if you follow the world of Indian fashion YouTubers who do hauls and comparisons of brands and the like, there are two companies now. Mintra and Ajio are almost set up as main rivals. Now, what is the best option Mintra or Ajio? In this video, we Mintra or Ajio. I should do a shopping battle between two of your most favorite websites, which are Mintra and Ajio. So, Balan, once Ajio fixes its nuts and bolts, the next challenge is going to be winning over customers, right? Yeah, so the key part to this was that Ajio waded into the sales wars. You know how important mega sales are for fashion e-commerce companies, right? Or any e-commerce companies for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in the heart of October and all I see is ad after ad of the ultra mega biggest sale you've ever seen. Brands at India's hottest fashion sale, 1st to 5th July. Argeo's big bowl sale. Shop now. 
Yeah, yeah. And in 2020, Ajio really went out all the way to promote its sales. It roped in Bollywood actors Sonam Kapoor and Siddharth Malhotra. They took out ad slots in IPL, which is the most watched cricketing spectacle in the country. And then it followed that up with a five-day sale called Ajio Mania. But Mintra does a very similar thing too, right? They've advertised with big faces like Hrithik Roshan and Kiara Advani. So what's really the difference between Ajio and Mintra here? I mean, Mintra has the financial firepower of Flipkart and Walmart and Ajio has reliance behind it. Both are advertising heavily and they're pretty much on par with their tech and logistics. So what's giving Ajio the upper hand here? The difference lies in how the companies have positioned themselves. Mintra, which has positioned itself as a destination for brands catering to Metro City users and Reliance chose the other end of the spectrum. Ajio would be a bargain hunter's paradise. So Ajio has a strong hold in tier two and three cities. Yeah, actually, the best way to observe this is if you go on Mintra's website. So I'm on it right now. And I see these big boldface brands everywhere. There's H&M, Levi's, Mango. But I'm simultaneously uh, also on Ajio's website. And it seems like every inch of that site is covered with some kind of deal. So there's 50 to 90% off. There's uh, spin the wheel for different offers. There's even an under 499 category. So basically discounts galore. But here's where it gets interesting, right? I see some brand names on Ajio too. Like there's a card here that says super dry 50% off and Levi's minimum 40% off. So Ajio is doing both bargains and brands? Exactly. That comes from Reliance's strong distribution arm. There is a division inside Reliance Retail called Reliance Brands. This division owns the right to sell many of the world famous luxury brands in India. This includes the likes of Superdry, Diesel and 30-odd brands. Because Reliance is a master distributor here, it can give people huge discounts on them on Ajio. In fact, Ajio has a luxury section with names like Burberry and Versace. So they really have market appeal across different sections. And that's what it comes down to. Mintra may be the market leader right now, but it doesn't have Reliance's massive retail network. This network is what's boosting Ajio, and it's going to be crucial to its rise to the top. Because Reliance has something bigger planned. It's not just about the last season's sale or the biggest bargains. Reliance wants to disrupt the future of retail. One where the lines between offline and online retail are completely gone. And those who don't adapt are going to die out. But what does this future really look like? And where do Ajio and rivals like Mintra fit into it? We explore that and more after the break. Hi, we hope you're enjoying listening to this episode as much as we have putting it together. Here at the Ken, we believe in sharp and powerful storytelling of the most important business development in India and Southeast Asia. That's why the Ken is the only business subscription you need. And everything we do, from our daily stories, to our newsletters, to this podcast right here is possible because of our subscribers. No advertisers, no sponsorships, only readers. And as a listener of Unofficial Sources, we'd love for you to join our subscriber base as well. To open up a sea of powerful stories from award-winning journalists, click the link in our bio and check out our work. That's the-ken.com. We'll see you on the other side.
If the person is walking by uh, an offline outlet and we know that they are uh, an Ajio.com consumer and there's a great sale going on inside the store, maybe we could send them a prompt at that point in time saying, hey, go check out inside the store and uh, here's a great deal for you. That's Pradeep Desai. We spoke about him earlier in the episode as the guy who Ajio hired to solve all its tech issues. What he just described is only one example of what Reliance plans to do with retail. But to really understand the scope of it, let's do a little thought experiment. Imagine this. It's mid-November and you need some Indian wear for the festival season. Some kurtas, some jewelry and some other stuff. And just as you're telling your mom about this, you see an influencer on Instagram post some pictures with just the kind of designs that you're looking for. And they're from Ajio. You click through her affiliate link and you browse through the app and you pick out the styles that you like. Right next to it, you notice that these styles are in stock at a Reliance Trend store near you. You book a cab and you go to the store because you want to try out these clothes before you buy them. You don't want to be waiting five days to return an order for an oversized kurta that doesn't fit you. We've all been there. We've all gone through this. Yes. As you walk in, you're greeted by this sales associate who's kept these kurtas aside for you, along with some other matching accessories. These are informed decisions that the associate has made based on your past shopping data on Ajio, as well as your online wish list. Now you're very happy that you don't have to spend extra time on selecting all these additional items. You appreciate the effort and the care that the company is putting in to help you make a decision. As your items are being scanned at the counter, you suddenly remember that you don't really have time to buy the jewelry that needs to go with all this attire because your friend's coming over that night. But just as you get home, you hear a notification pop up on your Ajio app and it says 45% off on jewelry on reliancejewels.com. You're pleasantly surprised about how they understand your needs so well and give you the right discounts on the right items at the time that you need it. You select the items and you click buy. The Ambani's just got a little bit richer and your decisions became another piece of customer information that will be used to improve your omnichannel customer experience. End of story. So, Rohit, now that we've run through this entire shopping simulation, what is this? Is this e-commerce or is this offline retail? Well, tricky question. I would say this is the vision of e-commerce that's been created by highly paid consultants sitting inside Reliance. The omni-channel experience, mm-hmm. right? It's like this magical experience where online and offline and the physical world and the virtual world just meld together, right? You walk into a shop and the assistant is waiting there for you with your order. They have all your data with them. In reality, it never works out like that, right? We know this. We've been to stores where we've called up in advance and placed orders and you're sent to a queue where there's no one manning a counter, where a different product is given to you. Anyhow, it's omnichannel, right? It's what Reliance thinks will work for it. It's what it calls an omnichannel retailing strategy. A retailer will be able to reach their customers through countless channels, website, physical stores, social media, television, Alexa, like smart home speakers, coupons, right? And the consumers can browse online and pick up at the store. 
browse in store kiosks and get the products delivered to their home. It sounds magical. Unlike Flipkart, which is an online first company, it almost sounds boring, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas Reliance comes from a long tradition of offline retail. For it, stores are not a liability. They're an asset. That's what Reliance would have us believe. But what if there's a different view to this? What if stores are a liability for Reliance? Why? Simply because it has those stores. It's got thousands of these stores. So when it's being sold, it's new strategy by these consultants sitting inside um, its headquarters, right? They can't just ignore the stores. So they are obviously going to create an omni-channel strategy, right? They are going to say, oh, you know what? The store assistants who always have all the information, the orders that never get lost, the customers who always have the app installed and notifications turned on, right? The ideal customers, the ideal store assistants, the ideal stores, the ideal experience. It sounds great on paper, but in reality, it never works like that, right? Like very few brands have been able to pull it off. But here's my question, Rowan. Mintra also introduced offline stores last year. So I'm sure Reliance is not going so off the road in what it's trying to predict for the retail world. I think it's the scale that matters. In today's day and age, most brands, whether even digital first uh, D2C brands are experimenting with stores to figure out like, you know, what works, right? So um, if there is a particularly dense cluster of usage in a particular city, they'll put up a store, right? Or perhaps they'll put up a store so that people can experience their products. But what we're talking about in the case of Reliance is hundreds and thousands of stores spread across the country. No online seller is going to replicate that kind of a network, right? They'll set up a few. They'll set up maybe a few dozen, maybe even like, you know, 30, 40, 50, right? But I highly doubt that having seen the efficiencies of online, anybody is going to try and replicate the entire inefficiencies of the offline sales world. But this whole idea of omnichannel integration, it's something that Reliance is applying to almost every business it has, right? If we, we just have to look at their annual report from 2019-2020. Absolutely. And it makes sense. Reliance is a old economy company which is transitioning to the new economy, right? So obviously mm -hmm. it needs a way to carry forward its old economy assets into this new brand new world of like, you know, digital or fidgetal or omni-channel, whatever you want to call it, right? I'll give you an example. Uh, think of it as, let's say there is a publishing company that publishes newspapers and magazines and it's been doing that for decades and it decides to also start a digital publication now obviously it is going to adopt a strategy which doesn't just kill its newspapers and magazines and go digital on day one right they will want to do something that spans both worlds that's what reliance is trying to do here it's playing to its assets its history its presence all over india in a way that it carries it forward and integrates it, right? It has to, it can't just write them off, right? So uh, sure, it gets some advantage out of it, but for us to think that that's the best way for fashion e-commerce to work, I don't think that would be accurate. 
So I'm guessing you're not going to buy your kurtas from Ajio. I prefer buying my kurtas from Fab India. There's a brilliant Fab India outlet just about 3-4 kilometers from where I live. And it's got a restaurant as well. And we go there and like, you know, my annual kurta shopping is a tradition that I, you know, just have just given it up to Fab India. And that's where I'll do my shopping this year as well. Here's Pranav again, explaining what this integrated future could look like for Reliance. Let me give you an idea of what this integration will look like. Reliance plans to open 5,000 smart points. Smart points is sort of like a mini Reliance universe. It'll have all the categories, a mini pharmacy, a supermarket, electronics, and everything under the Reliance umbrella. One can even order from RGO and get it delivered at the smart point or place an RGO order from one of the kiosks at the smart point and get it delivered to your home. As Reliance climbs new summits of success in its onward journey, it will also cross new milestones in being a caring and empathetic corporate citizen. But believe me, the best of Reliance is yet to come. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And I won't be surprised if you're feeling the itch to get online and look at the massive discounts on offer right now. I definitely am. That's where I'm heading. And one more thing. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do leave us a review and give us a rating. It will help us reach new audiences. See you next episode, next fortnight. This is Unofficial Sources by The Ken. Thank you.